When you bet fair on football, you get daily rewards. So any day can be a big deal. So whether it's a lower league match day, a top flight derby day, or a Champions League superstar showdown day, this week we're doubling our daily rewards. Get a 10 euro free bet when you bet 20 euro worth of multiples or bet builders. Double daily rewards because we're bet fair. Max 10 euros free bet per day. Each bet must have at least one selection of minimum odds of 1.5 or 1 to 2 or more. Free bet valid 24 hours on multiples or bet builders. T's and C's apply. 18 plus. Visit gamblingcare.ie. This is a crowd podcast. Check the mic and make sure it sounds right, boys. Hello, welcome to 21st Century Football, a complete guide to football since the year 2000. My name's Adam Brown, and we're back again to discuss one of the most iconic players of the 21st century. It's going to be a good one. Uh, with me, Mr. Statman Dave. Yeah, I'm all right. A bit of Zizou. Get pumped for that. Yeah. Yeah. You excited. Yeah. yeah oh, I'm more very... excited about him as a manager than a player, but that's just me. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, that's that's a controversial start, I think. Straight in with he's more excited about him as a manager than a player. That's going to raise your eyebrows, and it will. Uh, I think so, yeah. Um, I'd also like to add my own controversial opinion. Um, I don't think he's actually changed in appearance in 30 years. Um, sort of like the, the Lord Voldemort, like a sexy Lord Voldemort. There you go. That's a good way of. Has he ever <laughs> aged? Well, yeah, but. I don't think he like looks like he has. No, he's not. That's about it. Will Brazier joining Cheers, us today. Thanks. That's his first one. Sexy lad Voldemort. Yeah. Straight in with that. Uh, of course, uh, we are talking today about a man who is undoubtedly one of the most iconic players of the 21st century, Zinedine Zidane. Zizou himself, uh, as always, on this podcast. We're going to start by taking a bit of a, a deep dive into his Wikipedia page. It's always nice to get some truths. I mean, it can be edited by anyone, but let's just say that all things, on, on for the sake of argument, are true. Will. What have you got? Zinedine Yazid Zidane was born 23rd of June 1972, more commonly known as Zizou. He's a French former professional footballer who played as an attacking midfielder. He's currently the manager of La Liga Club Real Madrid and Dave is one of the most successful managers in the world. You were knocking his managerial credit, credit, credential. No, no, I'm he's saying I, I, think he's a, I think he's a, in the 21st century, I'd regard him as a better manager than a player. Yeah, that's what Which I meant. is pretty big. Cool, cool, man. Uh, widely regarded as one of the greatest players of all time, Zidane was an elite playmaker renowned for his elegance, vision, passing, ball control and technique. How does that make you feel? Um, I mean, I completely wholeheartedly agree with it. Elite, I think it's a great word to describe Zidane. Elegance as well. Some, I think when you get to those French footballers, they just have beautiful descriptions. In 1996, he moved from Juventus, where he won trophies, including two Serie A titles. He moved to Real Madrid for a world record fee at the time of 77.5 million euros, which remained unmatched for the next eight years. In Spain, Zidane won several trophies, including a Liga title, a UEFA Champions League. In 2002, how could we forget? He scored that left-footed volley, which won them the game against Bayer Leverkusen. Is that the greatest goal in a final of all time? I think it's right up there. It's incredible. Let's get into it. Um, the Gareth Bale overhead kick in recent years was disgusting, but I, this one was brilliant. Technique, poise, elegance. at the right time, elegance, vision, vision. the ball from Carlos. I like it. it was a great goal. Uh, capped 108 times by France, Zidane won the 1998 FIFA World Cup, scoring twice in the final and was named in their all-star team. The triumph made him a national hero and he received the Legion of Honour in 1998. Uh, he also won Euro 2000, a great competition, and was named player of the tournament. In 2004, he was named in the FIFA 100, uh, a list of the world's greatest living players compiled by Pelé. 
That bloody um, list again. It comes up he everywhere, doesn't, doesn't it? How many goals he scored? How is he supposed to keep track of this list? Well, Ad, we can't trust that list because El has juice on it. Exactly, and that just null and voids the list straight away. But it does not null and void what a player he was. No, he's incredible. I mean, you, we're talking about generational talents. You know, someone who's been a, you know, arguably a, a leader of, you know, uh, football culture in some ways. And Zidane for me is just. He was operating on an entire different level at times, I think. I mean, you don't seem convinced, David. There's some first no, expressions I, I, I that he's throwing I think, out. I think, he was, I think, arguably, he was better at Juve, but we can't, we're not allowed to speak about that. Um, I think his, his peak was at Juventus, but I think he still was sensational. I think, I think I'd think i say his peak was probably 1998, around that time, 99, uh, you know, very early 2000s, where he was absolutely fantastic. But yeah, don't, don't, don't get me wrong, he was, he was still brilliant at Real Madrid. And the Champions League was obviously the highlight of that. But I think we saw a better Zizou before. One of the things that I always think is a good measure of a player is that on previous episodes, we've always kind of managed to find a flaw in most players in terms of their abilities on the pitch. There's nothing that he couldn't do, really. You know what I mean? So, sometimes you get players that have got that elegance and that vision and that creativity. And sometimes you might think, oh, well, you know, maybe what? it's the, maybe it's uh, the Hold on. My video, which I'm going to play you guys, yeah. that's got to be a flaw. All right, World Cup final. Right, Someone was I'm on gonna, the floor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, what about te- right from a technical perspective in terms of? Um, yeah, I tell you what, that that headbutt was technically perfect. The way that he <laughs> yeah, hit yeah. the solar plexus, <laughs> flattened Matarazzi after he'd been talking about his mother. Brilliant. He absolutely nailed that. I mean, the vision to manage to land that headbutt so clean was inc- incredible. But I, I just think more su- more surprisingly and shocking in that final is the fact that he's chipping a penalty down the middle of the goal in a World Cup final. I struggle to do that. We used to have a game against uh, our two middle schools. Lots of pressure on it because you'd sort of, you know, you'd be king of the Midlands. Yeah, and I, I was sweating going up to that. He's doing it in a World Cup final. Yeah. You, you didn't dare do it in the Midlands game. I missed. Did you? Oh, did you? Did you try it? Yeah, I missed. That's, yeah, yeah. That's, I, didn't, I didn't do the pen. I just. Oh, missed. I was going to say. I was going to. I thought you'd. I thought I was. No, I just missed. I'm I thought shit. you could handle pressure. No, I can't. I'm, I'm the opposite of a diamond. <laughs> but so I mean, this is what I mean about him in terms of. He would try things like that. Yeah, well, yeah. I think maybe it was com- because it was towards the end of his career as well. And I don't think he just thought, like, fuck it, and let's chip it. But Do you think he's, he's the kind of person that did it to, so people would be talking about it? Or do you think he's like... Because that's not the best way to take a penalty, is it? Do you know what I mean? Well, he, it he, depends he, on the situation. If, but, if, if the keeper goes either way, you've scored. Yeah, but you could do the Troy Deeney and blast it down the middle. But the Troy Deeney, is that as effective as the chip? But I'd say it's more effective, yeah. But then, if you get the right angulation, yeah. But you're not. Gonna, if the keeper doesn't move, you're not going to chip the keeper. But if you blast it down the middle, the keeper's probably going to save it. No, but you could like knock his hand out. How <laughs> <laughs> no, about no, your shot? No, but if you're if you're going for breakfast that day, if you're one of the world's best players as he was at the time, mm-hmm. and you think, all right, he's going to power top corner, yeah, yeah, unstoppable potentially, yeah, you know, or b- bottom I mean. corner, yeah, yeah, yeah. full power, you know, it's going to. I mean, oh, the keeper's got a chance of getting it if he, if Look, he gets it right. Scientifically, bottom corner with your foot, strongest foot into that corner away from the goalkeeper. It's a great technique. So maybe he didn't. But I think the elegance. Do you think of- he liked the idea of going up? People were talking about this. No, I don't think so. I think I think I think he was bigger than that. I think that it didn't matter. He did. He did. He didn't need to say anything because of how beautiful he was on the pitch and how how he could control things, how he could maneuver the ball and control the tempo of a game of football I think that's the, the incredible thing about Zinedine Zidane was his, just a brilliant attacker midfielder and you know continued that ilk of, of French midfielders talking Platini's and dominant attacking mids that France have had through their uh, history 
Do you know what I liked about him? I just noticed you had a wry smile, so I'm very I just think, Yeah, I just think uh, he's hard on he as well. Like, it's tough. Yeah. Like, you know, sometimes you get players that, like, they've got this kind of skill and this elegance about them on the, on the field, and they're not always players that are regarded as being tough or, yeah. or durable players. But even though he had that kind of, that air of being a, a maverick and, and he wasn't a luxury player, but he had those qualities of what some, let's say, you know, inverted commas, luxury players would have. He, he wouldn't mess with him, would you? No. Do you know what I mean? Because he feels like he could take the tackles, he could sort of, he don't mind getting involved, he don't, you know, he, he kind of rough it with the best of them. I, lo- I love that about him. Yeah, and I think that comes, we were speaking off air, about his like, stature and the height of him to, to have that sort of elegance, vision, um, to do that at six foot one. And people think you're six foot four, yeah. which is always, which is great. Um, I, I'd have killed for those qualities as a man who's six foot five, um, who does not have vision or elegance. Yeah, um, he seems to be about five four on the, the football pitch. Oh, oh, he's so. Can you believe it? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna stick to the subject of the podcast. Okay. That's all right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's uh, talk a little bit more about uh, Zidane and his career obviously uh, the move to Madrid well you've got a bit of a stat for us haven't you yeah in 2001 Zidane moved to Real Madrid from Juventus the move was expected to happen but what may have shocked many people is the transfer fee the transfer fee is 81 million dollars so we've had it was 77.5 million euros and 81 million dollars to those uh, keeping ball at home which was a record high at the time worth it 100%. I think so, yeah. I think I think very much so for, for Real Madrid. Obviously, they, they it was in the Galactico period. They were spending a hell of a lot of cash. Got to get the best player in the world uh, at that point. They had Ronaldo up front. They had a whole host of superstars. Roberto Carlos, previously mentioned. Like, Zizou was the kind of the guy that... Was it Florentino Perez? Yeah, I think it probably was. So, yeah, they were like, you know, it was, it was like a football version of the Avengers, wasn't it? Yeah, no, definitely. Um, Who do you see him as? More of a sort of a... Um, I've only just started getting into the Avengers, sorry. Okay. <laughs> Come on, Will, you just get MCU. For me, it's either Wonder or Vision, and I don't think oh, it's, right. <laughs> it's, it's neither of them, I don't think. No, but he was definitely a part of that. He was quite controlling like Wonder is. Okay. Does that work? Well, he was controlling the play, like, much like she would on the Yeah, play. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, it's all right. Unless, I mean, Dave, are you not Sorry, man, I only watch football. Oh, there we go. There you go. Try to get down that. that I was just thinking that gets you, uh, what we like to do is sort of put it into today's value, and that gets you half of Coutinho. Half of Coutinho, that's ridiculous. I mean, but but let's you know let's, let's try and put a, a ballpark figure into it. Here. What would it be worth in today's market? Uh, if he was like go if what, was prime, now. yeah. So he's sort of mid icon card on FIFA, probably about two hundred mil. What do you reckon, Dave? Um, he's better than Neymar. It's a difficult one, isn't it? Because we get the big money these days for the goals. Yeah. It's a lot of like a, you know, you have a massive goal scoring season and you move. And that wasn't never really Zizou's game. But if you think of like someone... So you someone think maybe like a Kevin De Bruyne, De Bruyne number? Yeah, I was going to say that. So like 80, 90, 100 million probably? I wouldn't I say think it's the same higher. price as like a, a Messi or Ronaldo because of the goals. But, but, but So you think it's like a similar figure to what United paid for Pogba? It's got to be more than that. I think that would be quite a decent round number in, in a sense uh, of, of the, you know, what he brings to the pitch. It is the creativity, it is the assists, you know, there's a... A number of seasons where he's over ten assists in the, in the competition, which is similar to a Paul Pogba, similar to a Kevin De Bruyne. Yeah, I think what's very telling as well throughout his career is one of the key highlights is he had a film made about him, which is literally just ninety minutes of him playing football with different camera angles, and I think that's the mark of the man that you know you can sit there. I don't even think there's any commentary on it. 
You just watch no. him play football. No drum and bass over the top of it. No, no. It's quite artistic, Dave. You might like. Yeah, it. no, I hundred percent like it. You know, I think that's that shows him that you can watch him for ninety minutes, and you will see, you will, you know, as a, as a young player maybe coming up, you'd see so much stuff that you could add to your own game. Technically, probably ten out of ten in terms of what he can do on the ball. You know, he's got a skill named after him, the Roulet, the the Zidane turn, as it's known now. But it is like one of the things that I picture when I think of Zinedine Zidane is just his ability to bring a high ball out the air, first touch, bring it down, cushion it. Do you know what? It's a good point, actually, about it's such a Zidane thing to have a film where it's just 90 minutes been playing football. I I always think of him very much as like a like no gimmicks Mm. kind of player in an era where gimmicks were prevalent yeah do you know do you know what i mean where there was always some someone had an angle or there was a this endorsement was going on or whatever zidane had those things but it was never like something which defined him i don't think but they were always like premium gimmicks weren't they so if it was like <laughs> yeah. you know it was the new predator and you'd yeah. want that he was like the king of the european pre- european he was like the king of the european predator because you know we got beckham over here but zidane that's all I can think of when I think of those boots. Yeah, but he was, but it was very much like his football did the talking. Yeah, first and foremost. But as well, like a lot of the thing we haven't even mentioned in the twenty first century, you could argue that he's renowned as a manager over a player. We're talking the the spell at Real Madrid, the first manager ever to win back to back, and he won it three times in a row, the Champions League, unprecedented. And as well, it's like. Like the third stage of Galacticos, what he had like to manage a team of Bale. Ronaldo, et al. Benzema. It almost mm. must take someone like him who can show his honours and his CV for them to give them the well, There was a big problem with Real Madrid not doing it. You know, the yeah. Ledesma fell apart pretty quickly after that. They all turned on Carlo, even though Carlo was an unbelievable coach. And then you think Zidane was the assistant there. You know, learned his um, sort of managerial ethics at the Castilla, the, the B team at Real Madrid. And then he did something that was great. You know, we all know that Messi and Ronaldo are the two best players on the planet. But to get them to function within a system and a team for a consistent period of time is absolutely incredible. And the way that Zidane started off with a 4-3-3, Ronnie on the left-hand side, then moved to a diamond to accommodate him closer to goal, getting Isco at number 10 because there were so many 4-4-2s that were played, Cowler of that. And then going back to the 4-3-3 for the last final was unbelievable. And the balance that midfield had, like, the team was basically perfect. I don't, there's, there's, I don't think there's a hole in that team at all. And that is credit to him as a coach. And that's something that we probably will reflect on in like 10 years' time. Like, wow, Zinedine Zidane in that period was incredible. Obviously, it's a very different Real Madrid now because of different constraints, Ronaldo leaving and so forth. But that team was so, so dominant for three years. You know, Cruz, Modric, Casemiro, probably going to be one of the best midfields. And Zidane built that. I think as well, it probably reflects like a, a deeper level of intelligence to his game the fact that we've we've seen countless times before great players who have never been able to make that step up to management because they can't implement what their vision is or they can't get players to do what they want them to do or they get frustrated by players not being able to do what they could do when they were playing but Zidane obviously has such a sound understanding of the game because he's played at that highest level and he's managed to be able to communicate that to his I mean it's helped that he's had great players but like you said Dave it's one thing having the players another thing to actually implement a system where they're all firing but you think about the great coaches he worked under as well like yeah. he had pretty much everything he had the perfect sort of training for this technique ability so anything any questions on the training ground of doing anything Zidane could could just do it right Right. So it sets a standard, right? Yeah. It sets a standard within these within these players and teams. And what was interesting is he, I think he took a lot from his managerial, uh, sorry, his, his career and his managerial. You know, you see the 
that the diamond, the second Champions League trophy that they won, that was very reminiscent of when Zizou played at, at the tip of the diamond for Juventus when they were so successful. So I think that's the beauty of Zinedine Zidane is he's basically kind of set for the perfect person to manage the top top, the superstars that only respect you if you've done it. And Zizou very much had done it. You're listening to 21st Century Football. We're going to take a little ad break. We'll be back after this. Over the centuries, the world's greatest wordsmiths have crafted the most beautiful sentences ever written. Shakespeare. Shall I compare thee to a summer's day? Austin. There is no charm equal to tenderness of heart. And Jermaine Pennant. I pulled two birds and I went home, which is nearly a proverb. (laughs) (laughs) Hello and welcome to the Football Book Club podcast, the only book club that's less Charles Dickens, more Paul Dickov. And you can listen to our brand new series right now by searching Football Book Club wherever you get your podcasts. This season, Live Score is the only place where you can watch every single UEFA Champions League game for free. That means more goals, more unforgettable drama, more end-to-end action. And whether you're watching on your phone or tablet or casting to your TV, the free Live Score app gives you even more ways to watch. Live Score, the new home of the UEFA Champions League. It's more than a score. Download now on the App Store or Google Play. Have you heard the news? The Irish Independent has a new podcast. Thousands of people who work in the events industry are making more noise than ever. But are they being listened to? 20 minutes, five days a week. The Indo Daily takes you beyond the headlines and into Ireland's most talked about stories. Two gangs, 18 people killed, families torn apart. The Indo Daily podcast, available on Spotify, Apple, independent.ie and wherever you get your podcasts. Let's talk about um, the elephant in the room, something which probably really worried them. Will <laughs> I've got a revelation? Well, this is your last show, you cut. Yeah, sorry, mate. Uh, no, something which a lot of people will default back to and reflect on. We're talking about Zidane World Cup final. Mm. You touched on it before, Dave. Yeah. Uh, there's a, a video that you want to talk about, obviously. Yeah, it's all to do with that. No, again, like I said before. What a headbutt. What a way to go out as well. Look, I think it's a great story. It's a brilliant story. Imagine telling your kids that this man was scored an unbelievable goal in a Champions League final that's won the World Cup, that's won the Euros, another World Cup final, and he loses it and headbutt someone. It's just annoying because Italy won that World Cup and that team was pretty shit. Yeah, and it stole the uh, Ballon d'Or off Thierry Henry as well. So, double trouble. What does that say about Zidane's character? Do you just think it was... I don't think it's really a, a, a you know a blemish on his record anyway. It's, it's just but that, I think it that can happen, says, can't it? I yeah. think that says more about Zidane and the the way that people like held it, the the esteem that they held hold him in because he did that and people just sort of go like huh. you know he advocated someone and it was a World Cup final. But I think he was so close to being the greatest ever. I think he wins that World Cup, so he wins two World Cups. And he wins multiple European Cups, which he could have done the at Juventus because well. that Juventus team was very very good. Yeah. And they could have won more. And, and what do you think about that 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 moment? I mean, do you think that it, it's? I just think I'd have done it. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you Michael Cosm that down to a Sunday League park and someone says something about your mom. Yeah. Um. Not today, sir. Not yeah. Would it be my mom? Maybe I'd chip back with some witty remark, which I can't think of now. Like your mom. 
yeah. something like well, that. Well, if it was on a Sunday league scenario, you, yeah. you, you, you just... But on a world stage, I think that iconic image of him walking past the World Cup trophy as he trudges down to the dressing room just was something that you want that fairy tale ending, especially for France, because I think, like we said before, you sort of had, for, for us growing up, France was sort of, you had some sort of affinity to them just because they were so dominant and that would have been sort of the fairy tale ending for him. But football ain't no fairy tale, Dave. Nope. So get your head out your ass and realise football's a bit different, pal. <laughs> Oyster. <laughs> what do you, I mean, do you think, is he a... Is he a- <laughs> it's a bit of a lasting uh, impact from that Edward Todd, Dave. Do you think it's no? I think ask it's Matarazzi. Yeah, hey, I, yeah. Ask, ask Matarazzi. Look, because he's not going to be talking about your mother again, is he? He's going to be more respectful. And I think that that accompanies Zidane. Is that he is? We don't regard him as a hard figure on the pitch, but you know, playing at Juve for so long and at Real Madrid, you've got to have some sort of backbone and headbutt. You won't mess with him though, would you? No. Well, like, we go back to him being six foot one. I mean, you know, that's not diminutive. And I just think that he's got one of those almost unnerving demeanours about him in mm. some ways. Do you know so what I mean? Look. Where you know someone like you know someone's fired up all the time on the pitch and they're quite outwardly aggressive and angry. Mm. And you think, Oh right, okay, I know what he's all about. Yeah. But Zidane could easily like nutmeg you, <laughs> play a cross field ball and then headbutt you. And then headbutt you, yeah, yeah, which I think's well, that quite would be really embarrassing. Yeah, you know, but you know what I mean? I feel like he'd be able to completely take the mickey out of your foot in football terms and then knock you out. And you wouldn't be able to say anything to him. Exactly. And one thing that I noticed doing, uh, looking at goals of Zidane, was just how big the nets were in the Liga. Um, and it's just something that's not well, been... Well, not bigger than regulation. No, they, I, know, I feel like they are, <laughs> in terms of depth. And I don't know if that's sort of... <laughs> you meant width. No, no, no. Nobody scored so many. No, no. Just always found it sort of fascinating. I don't think many people talk about the, the depth of the goals in, in La Liga, especially at the Bernabeu. I mean, that was sort of an eight to ten man tent. You, you could fit people in there. <laughs> Um, and I think it was visually more pleasing to see a ball nestle in the goal. And I know what you mean. Sometimes the way it can hit the back of the net yeah. is a bit more, yeah. And there was just a bit more give, but then it still had the... What the fuck fir- are you talking about? <laughs> just a bit more firmness. Uh, you know, you offer the stats, I offer the net. There you go. Um, but yeah, that's that's just something I noticed. Well, is that just something which Zidane... I just, I he's benefited from. He's trying to sort of twist no, no, it in I'm some way. Saying, going, listen, his goals look more spectacular because the nets were bigger. I'm just saying it's like it's almost like the perfect picture. Zidane yeah, scoring yeah, one yeah. of those nets. You know the uh, La Liga orange and blue score line up in the top corner. Aesthetically, just very pleasing. Just something that you know, like we have at ASMR these days. Cathartically for me, if I just look at that instantly, I feel at ease. Uh, right. So should we talk about iconic moments for Zidane? Yeah. Um, it's probably you know loads of good choose from Will where are you going with this I'm just going to go for that penalty I know we've spoken about it so I'll just touch on it briefly but to have the balls and the, and the gravitas to do that in a World Cup final that's it for me do you remember when he in 2004 in the Euros when he threw up before a penalty oh god no do you remember that against England I can't remember that no yeah, he, he's, he, but he, he got, rings a bell they got a penalty and there was this kind of moment where he stood over the ball and just Oh, that was the game yeah. when we were winning, going and into Gerard stoppage time, the ball weren't we? Back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, I'm not saying this is the most iconic moment throwing up on a football, but I just thought it's worth. There's uh, <laughs> a lot of drama around penalties, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Dave, iconic moment. Um, I, I think as a player, I think you've got to give him two. As a player, definitely the volley, Hamden Park, one of the greatest volleys in in such a, a big game is is massive, and that Leverkusen team was a very, very good team. Uh, Neverkusen, as they were known, because they they came second, Dave. they lost finals. Unfortunately, that was the game for them. But as well as a manager, I think the second European Cup was a big one, or the second Champions League, because that had never been done. Which one was that? The so that was the Juventus game, I think. Little cheeky diamond. Just a sensational football team. 
I'm going for the uh, the volley 2002. It's just ridiculous. It's still it's still going to be right up there with one of the best goals ever scored in that competition. Just it's just the the composure for that is just ridiculous. Uh, so. Listen, before we go on to ranking Zidane as a player, I think he's definitely going to come out potentially as one of the best of the 21st century. Mm-hmm. How much do we know about the man? So we've got a little game called Vrai ou Faux, mm. which in French, of course, translates to... False or true? Yeah, all the other way around. Uh, so basically, five little questions, uh, and you've got to determine if you think they're vrai ou faux. Are we ready? Yeah. Okay, question number one. In 2003, Adidas designed a limited edition range of Predators called the Adidas Zeditors in honour of Zidane. What are you saying, Will? think that would be vrai. No, I'm for four. Four? It is four. It is four. Yeah, yeah. I just thought that sounded yeah. like something you'd made up. Does it? Yeah. yeah. You'd be getting to know you a little bit more. Cheers, yeah, mate. Pull our, Cheers, pull mate. Leg. Senseless. Uh, question number two. Zinedine Zidane was the first ever male model for Christian Dior. Dave? Vrai ou faux? He's really. Just not to lose. He's been losing a lot in these. Not got a year, no. You've asked your question, Dave. We just need an answer. Very offer. He's going for all these modelling knowledge. Mm. Quickly, Dave. Four, four. It's true. It's true. First ever male model for Christian Dior. Can you believe that? Come on, boys. Uh, Question number three. Zinedine Zidane once cited Matt Letizia in a list of players who influenced his style of play. Four. Were not they playing at the same time? No, Letizia was earlier. I swear Letizia was pretty much the same time. Just answer the question, Dave. Vrai. It's four. <laughs> you made that I one really, up. really wish that it would have been true. That would be amazing. Uh, you uh, plonker. I'm not Letizia. To be honest, Dave, I was the one that said Dave, I am stunned that you said true. <laughs> I thought it was so. I thought it was so stupid. Yeah, and you know at the same well? time. He did, and I tried to. I conjure you again by going. No, Letizia was way earlier, but he was earlier. But you know, no, he was, it was the same time. I should have fucking Okay, question number four. Zinedine Zidane was once a <laughs> was once a guest judge on the Spanish version of Strictly Come Dancing. <laughs> Stop looking at me. Uh, four. You just gave him the look. Which look? I don't know. Some sort of look. How many have we got? So have I got to do this to equalise? Yeah. Vrai? It's four. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> really good that, did they? Right, come on, last one. They didn't one. even have it! Last one. Uh, question number five. Zinedine I Zidane. thought you said that was the last question. Oh, no, 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 no. You're a liar. No, said, You're a cheat. It was the last question for you. A week I can't believe that. No, no, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not taking part. Right, okay, last one. Zidane is the only football player to have an official Lego miniature figure. Vrai or four? I don't. Well, I think four because he's he can't be the only one. I used to have actually used to have a Lego set, which was a bit like Sabutio, uh, with Lego. Um, he's the, the only an official minifigure of himself, though. Okay, Dave, have you, you give up on I'll this? Take it, but I feel that the, the okay, it's pick up the mic. Right, are you saying are you saying four? I'm saying four. It's vrai. So I got a point because it wasn't the last question. Yeah, thanks a lot. Okay. Worst very off I've ever played. <laughs> Dave, all right, Dave, you won. You got the moral victory. Yeah, well, uh, Okay, uh, let's go into our last little section of today's episode. Have to take some points off just because, because of that. Zidane's going to lose out because Dave didn't know. <laughs> because because, because <laughs> you told me it was the last question. That's your job. You count the Zidane, questions. Zidane, was it Zidane, the last one? It wasn't on Canal 1. Listen, Zidane's losing points because Dave didn't. Dave thought he was on Strictly Come Dancing. <laughs> 
Right, we're going to move into our last uh, section now where we are going to uh, rank Zinedine Zidane in terms of his uh, 21st century football. Let's say it's not just abilities though because we're going to rank him in a number of categories, three categories. Uh, first of all, would we want to go for a pint with Zinedine Zidane? Dave, what do you reckon? Well, uh, you know, obviously we've had a little uh, chat off air there and I, I accept your apology. Um, so <laughs> I'm not going to score Zidane down through your lack of ability to counter questions. Uh, I think number one, I think it'd be great on a night out. I think as well he's got the headbutt if anything kicks off Zizou yeah, straight in there call. it doesn't even do any damage just cleans the person off their feet you're sorted you're set I'm going to go over 10 ooh okay 10 Will pint with Zizou I think that says a lot about uh, Dave that he's thought immediately a night out's going to end up in a brawl um, <laughs> I'm a lover not a fighter um, I think Zidane would be great to chat to but I don't think he would be that sort of engaging figure that we've spoken about throughout the series so I'm going to go for a 7 yeah, I think he'd be quite aloof. I think he'd just be like, you'd tell him something, he'd go, oh. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? If you got like, something you think's really impressive, I think yeah. he'd be like, all oh, right, okay. I mean, do you know, only one that only owns this place, he'd be like, fuck off. If he's not a chat, of course he's going to be a terrible night out, but that's on you, not on him. Great band too. Uh, I'm going to go for uh, an eight. I think he'd still be, um, I think he'd have some good stories, and like uh, Dave said, you know, if anything kicked off. He's got your back. Yeah. Uh, next up, we are going uh, with Zidane in your five-a-side team. Would you want him playing alongside you, Will? Uh, yeah, for me, this is the, the complete package. And I do think there's a little bit of humility there for him to uh, give him the full 10 as he would go in goal. So that's the full package. Going net, do you yeah, yeah, yeah. Would he take the sweaty Sondico gloves? Yeah, oh yeah. He'd be fine with that. I sort of grew up uh, in the 90s and sort of sweaty gloves were, you know, were given yeah. back then. Yeah. Does he grew up in the 80s now? Yeah, but he grew up in the 90s, you know what yeah. I mean? He became a real man in the 90s, that's what I meant. Dave, five-a-side team? Uh, I'm going to go for 10, same reasons. Uh, anyone kicks off, cleans him out with the headbutt, sorted. He's <laughs> just always fighting, isn't he? Never seen you fight in my life. I'm going for a 10 as well, because I just think that he'd control the game. He'd be, uh, do you know what, as well? He'll put a tackle in. I think pretty much... You know, he'd just be there scoring. He can do anything on the pitch. Yeah, can't he? Let's, let's, put, let's say, let's say a ten. And finally, iconic status. How legendary do we think Zinedine Zidane is for a twenty-first century footballer? Um, Dave, what do you reckon? Ten. So I'm going to play this by the rules. Oh, okay, you're taking points go, away go, from what, different things. What are you taking points off for? Hit, hit me. We didn't win a World Cup. Fighting again. You didn't win a World Cup in the twenty-first century. Oh. oh. Hmm? I can't believe you've done that to Zizou. He's playing well, but he's also playing doubles advocate at the same time, which I quite enjoy. Um, so, one Champions League, Euros. Okay, yeah, so no Ballon d'Or, no Jesus, World Cup. But he won the FIFA World Player of the Year in 2000 and 2003. So, if you want your Ballon d'Ors or your FIFA World Player of the Year, Will? Actually, I've just thought of managerial career. Ten from me. Ooh. Just <laughs> <laughs> shut yourself up there. He won three <laughs> Champions <laughs> League. So only doing no, it. Sorry. Nine. Nine. Didn't win a World Cup. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go for a ten because I think that just in terms of not only his achievements but as a as a figurehead of twenty first century football, as, as someone who's who's almost the face of it. Um, it is a bald head. Yeah, yeah, I just think he was incredible. What a player. Right, let's do some very, very quick uh, sums. Let's figure out where he is on our uh, list here. What he's going to well, get I've scored him the, the full 30 to just to let everyone at home know. Uh, so any minus points isn't on me. Uh, direct your hate to, uh, you know, yeah, but you Ad didn't, Adam and Will. You, you didn't play by the rules. Uh, right, okay. Uh, we've done it. We've, uh, we've run the numbers. And uh, I worked out very, very quickly. With a calculator. That he... Uh, <laughs> all up there. Um, out of 90... 
84. Great score. 84 yeah. for Zinedine Zidane. Wow. Very deserved. Yeah, I think it's fair to say Manager that. Manager lad. They'll be that dancing in the streets lad. of Madrid tonight. They will indeed. Uh, and he won't, be a judge. <laughs> he won't be a judge on Strictly. Unlike <laughs> some people thought he might. Him and Anton de Beck will be sharing a glass of red, let me tell yeah, you. Yeah, we'll there be sending an email to management about that. <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean? I, I, it would have been quite ironic that I thought at one point you were going to headbutt me, Dave. I really did. Look, I was thinking about it. <laughs> I was thinking about it. But you weren't standing up, so it wouldn't have had the same effect as Zizou. There we go. Uh, right, okay. That is it. That is the Zidane episode complete. Uh, undoubtedly one of the great footballers of the 21st century. Thank you, Will Brazier. Thank you, my friend. Thank you, Statman Dave. Thank you, guys. Uh, next time, just the quiz. You've got, Please. Uh, get, listen, it's always a complaint, isn't it? So much anger. Uh, now, if you'd like another podcast to listen to, have a little search for the Football Book Club. It's a club where instead of reviewing great literature, uh, they review footballers' autobiographies, much like Meza Ozil's Gunning for Greatness. Check it out, it's a great listen. Right, that's it, that's your lot. We'll see you next time. It sound right, boy. Crowd Network, a place where you belong. When you bet fair on football, you get daily rewards. So any day can be a big deal. So whether it's a lower league match day, a top flight derby day, or a Champions League superstar showdown day, this week we're doubling our daily rewards. Get a 10 euro free bet when you bet 20 euro worth of multiples or bet builders. Double daily rewards because we're bet fair. Max 10 euros free bet per day. Each bet must have at least one selection of minimum odds of 1.5 or 1 to 2 or more. Free bet valid 24 hours on multiples or bet builders. T's and C's apply. 18 plus. Visit gamblingcare.ie. Social Podcast Network.